sweating my tits off in here. Like right under the armpit tits. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Aff. It's Thursday the 17th. Mm. We're filming this. You're my co-host, Richard Willett. I am, and it's St. Patrick's Day, so have yourself a Guinness. I didn't know it was St. Patrick's Day today. Yeah. Um, but happy... Paddy's Day. Paddy's Day to everyone. Yeah. Well <laughs> done, and that. <laughs> you, you Irish lot. Yeah. yeah. Have a good time. I do like a Guinness. When I was back in my drinking days, Guinness was a favourite of mine. I yeah, like I used to. I used to like a Guinness. Yeah, mm. same. Very nice. I went to. Um, I was in America once for a St Patrick's Day in Chicago. That was actually quite an experience because it's, it's there's a lot of Irish people there and they yeah. they proper go for it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there's a really, really good Irish bar in um, Prague. There's an Irish bar in Prague. There is. Yeah, it freaked me out. So I didn't know what was going on. But it was an Irish bar, like all Irish theme, Irish music, and obviously loads of Guinness in Prague. It was brilliant. It was really, really I've, good. There's a, there's a couple of Irish bars in Prague, but there's one particular one just off Wences Square. Is that the one you're referring I to? I think that probably is the one I was referring to, yeah. I gave a... You know, obviously in Prague, and anyone who's listening who's been to Prague, um, when you're walking around, certainly around the touristy areas, there's people always coming up give, trying to give you leaflets to get you to go places. Yeah. Generally, to look at tits, basically. Yeah. Right? And I remember me and a couple of mates were out there. This is years and years, years ago. Fuck, this is probably like 15 at least, if not more, years ago. And so we were out there, and these guys, honestly, every corner, here we go, boobs, tits. fanny, boobs, fanny. Right? And I'm like, oh, no thanks, mate, no thanks, mate, no thanks. And at one point, we were having a conversation, the three of us, and it was quite an in-depth conversation, and I don't want to be interrupted. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no thanks, mate. Yeah, no thanks, mate. Oh, and then, it, then this guy just popped out, and he's just a skinny little little English lad who's out there, obviously, just, like, got himself a little job to try and get us to go to the Irish bar, and he just stepped out of this doorway with a leaflet, and I just remember just going, fuck off! And he just, oh, yeah, sorry, mate. He just walked back in his doorway, and we carried on walking, and then I was like, I feel bad now. I feel bad now. Did you go Not back? bad enough to apologise. No, not that bad. That's the Irish bar I probably went in. That probably was great. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, um, I was in there with a mentalist. Um, that wasn't particularly enjoyable, but the rest of it was quite enjoyable. Is this an ex-relationship mentalist or just a mentalist? I just met him there. No, that was oh, an right. ex. no, it was an ex-mentalist. Yeah, they're all mental though. You're not allowed to speak about your exes as well. What's the point? But speaking about my ex-boyfriend, Annie Fauci. I, I couldn't find a link there, so I just made one up. Yeah, why not? Go on then. What's Fauci doing? Fauci's back, and he's back again. Guess what he's saying. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. So the little dang I call him Danger Mouse. So the Danger Mouse is back with his danger. So war in Ukraine could lead... This is him saying it. Oh, for war fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> not even got there yet. War in Ukraine could lead to devastating tuberculosis problem, warns Fauci. Get yourself jabbed. Here's one I made earlier. Ukraine reports tens of thousands of new TB cases annually and has one of the highest rates of multi-drug resistance TB in the world. Was it multi-drug resistance? No. No. Not you. Or you. None of you getting near me, you bastard. So... Is, he, is he referring to the vaccine 
um, tuberculosis, which is the main tuberculosis. I don't know what he's talking about. Because it's not natural. It's not natural. Right. Okay. Um, so the one as they I made. understand it, yeah, the one they they made is the one that's about weird that. What the and the co and the the Rona one and the the AIDS one, thin one. They keep making these things, don't they? Spread well, about. Learn, wouldn't you? Stop yeah. doing it. Stop, Stop doing, doing it. That. Then you haven't got to jab people unless you want to jab people. Then don't mm, do it. Do you make money out of jabs? Yeah, but you can make money out of ice cream. Why not make ice cream? <laughs> I won't mind a Fauci whippy. The Ru- the Russian invasion of Ukraine could be devastating. This is what he's saying for tuberculosis control in Eastern Europe and will cause a terrible public health tragedy. Doctor Fauci has warned. We've just well, had one. Not yeah, really, but, but we need just... another one. Oh, so not only we've got a war now, we've got a plague again. Tuberculosis plague coming. Ukraine reports roughly, core, <laughs> roughly, um, 300, three, sorry, 30,000 new TB cases annually. It has one of the highest rates of multi-drug resistant TB in the world. According to the World Health Organization, very trustworthy organization, those. Big, big time. Yeah. Ukraine has the fourth highest TB incident rate among the 53 countries of the Hue European region. Who's, who's like one, two, three? Let's <laughs> get them out. Like there's number four. Doesn't sound that bad, to be fair. No, four's all, you know, four. You don't even get a medal for four. You don't get, you don't even get like, um, you don't even go one league up. What's that called? When you go promotion. one. Don't one. get promoted. Nope. You're not even in the prom- promotion. You're getting the Euro, and you're getting the UEFA Cup for that, though, probably. But is it UEFA? I don't know. My you might make it to the Champions League. Depends what country you're in. Yeah. But uh, he's kind of. He disappeared, like witty. They just disappeared, didn't they, for a yep. bit? And then it's like, suddenly they're, da Here I am again. Here he is, Mr. Fauci. Yep, so tuberculosis now is the one to watch out for. And not only that, he's bringing, obviously, amalgamating it into the war that's possibly, yeah. All the same people orchestrating all of this nonsense, obviously. Yeah, of course it is. And this I is a telegraphing well. article. If they're looking at... You know, imagine like you write sitcoms. So you're in charge of writing, you know, a situation comedy and it, or even a soap, a television soap like EastEnders. And you've got to do like four episodes a week or whatever. Mm. In the end, you're like, fucking hell, I'm running out of plot themes. Have you had a, you know, we did a plane crash in the 80s. Fuck. Right. You're trying to, he must be like that. I wonder. It's like looking through the news. Oh, absolutely. I know I've got to do a health crisis. I know. I know. I'm aware. Hang on. Putin's just invaded. Putin, like Ukraine, put put Ukraine in Google. Google it. Like Ukraine, yeah. AIDS, nothing. Ukraine, he's gone all the way through the alphabet down T to TB. Got it. Got it. And then have you ordered that subway? Because I'm starving. Yeah. I've got to give a speech. Get me that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Get me that box I can stand on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you call oh, me Nicola Sturgeon? Go. I'm not. I'm not wearing the Danger Mouse T-shirt. Taking a piss. Fucking Jesuits. Why don't he just wear heels like Rachel Levine? That's the other one I got on here. I had that one. Bollocks. People, it, Literally. I've, Let's do that. You've got to give me this one because I only prepared two. This is the good one, though. I mean, that was a great segue as well. So go. Yeah, go. Let's go with the mantids. So now. Rachel Levine, um, who's the health secretary, American health secretary, or the equivalent of, um, has been voted USA Today's Woman of the Year. Um Rachel's, of all the women on the planet. Of all the women in the United States that could be United States Woman of the Year, or maybe it is a, maybe it is a global thing then, 
So you've got 7 billion people in the world, right? So let's say it's 3.5 billion women split right down the middle. Right, as let's do. do that. Let's pretend <laughs> so it's that. to speak. Yeah, well, probably has. Yeah. Um, and you choose the one that has previously fathered two children. Yeah. It's it's almost like it's just taking the piss now. Like, penis. like I was thinking about this earlier, and I think I vocalised it <laughs> on social media. It's like you've gone from, we just want to be accepted. Good, that's fine. Of course you're accepted. We just want to be equal. Okay, mate, fine. That's absolutely fine. We just want all the all the women's sporting records and all yeah. the women's, like, all the Women of the Year awards. What do you mean? But it's like... What it... do you mean? What is a woman now? Well, like, genuinely, what is a woman? I say I'm a woman. Oh, you're a woman. That's then. what it is. It's whatever you say it is. It was the also it was the Babylon Bee that named them Man of the Year. So obviously there's a cult connotations to the Babylon. Um, whole the Babylon kind of... Bee is, is spoof. Swings back. Well, that's where it's come from. So if it's spoof, then Babylon Bee swings no, back by naming Levine, Levine Man of the Year. Oh, swings back. Yeah. So he's yeah. They're naming her Man of the Year. Okay. Yeah. Read but that she's wrong. actually yeah. been named Woman of the Year. Yep. even though she was born a man. I'm sure you can find... I mean, I don't know about you, Richard. I didn't pay that much attention in school. I looked out the window a lot at the kids playing football in PE, thinking, I wish I was there. But um, I did learn that a woman was an adult human female. That, I, I, do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I learned at school. Maybe I missed the bit where that's not the case, but that was always the case. Um, when I was growing up, so now I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah I did, but the, obviously this is part of the whole thing, isn't it? Fusing and confusing the genders. Um, so, but it's also like he's the most manly woman I've probably ever seen. Yeah, yeah, but also, is it not the because again 20 minutes ago there was toxic masculinity hashtag me too mm. we're all fucking predators and demons but now we can win women of the year if we want but i'm trying to think like what define misogynistic then because i, I can't so. think of anything much more misogynistic than that what then say then going, making a, a woman win sorry a man win woman of the year yeah 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 that's okay is there anything left for women is there anything they can? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna get to a, a point, point in the end where they'll go, "Yeah, they can do the dishes." We're <laughs> going fucking full circle. That's a good point. Is that you couldn't find anything more misogynistic than a man, women, woman of the year? They can't yeah. take any bigger title than that. Yeah, I am. Not only am I better than you, because men are better than women. Yeah. But I'm now going to become a woman and be the best of you. I'm the best. I'm better than you. And not only am I the best woman, I'm the best transgender woman and the best. I'm the only man ever to win the woman of the year. And I'm the best transgender woman and I'm the best woman. I'm the best. It's weird, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I just like you do you, hun. But the idea of just coming in, especially as a father of two daughters, it's like, is there anything for my girls? Is there anything they can achieve? No? All but, right. No, it's a good point. Um, no, sorry, Chris in year seven is now Christine. So uh, sorry, Alora and Ophelia, you won't be qualifying in the uh, cross country because he, sorry, she is faster than you. Yep. Really? I wonder why that is. Oh, probably about a foot and a half in height, uh, <laughs> bone density. And, 
muscle mass, VO2 max. Yeah, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah. And she's and she's the teacher who's 48. So USA USA Today came under fire Tuesday for the recognising Biden administration official Rachel Levine. I thought that was Adam Levine then, and I thought, well, oh, that's a shame. Who was he? I think he was Maroon 5, didn't he? He was, who, yeah, handsome who, man. He was. Who was born male as one of its 12 women of the year. Oh, there's 12 of them. Are like the apostles. Like, <laughs> Who were the other one, 11? Hey, Leo, the, Virgo. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the hell, I don't Trump. know. <laughs> they would be. Are there any women in the 12 women of the year? Well, we've got one in there. <laughs> what, who's that? Uh, um, Michelle Obama. Have yeah, you looked that's... any deeper than that? <laughs> I'd revisit that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Health and Human Services Assistant Secretary, billed as the first transgender Senate-confirmed cabinet official, it's a mouthful, was honoured Sunday by USA Today as a groundbreaking leader, public health champion and as an advocate. What was her title again? Oh, God, that's... Because it sounds like a made-up title. Like, you you want to give your son a, or daughter a job, but they're fucking useless. So you have to make one up at your company to, to give them a role. <laughs> so what was it again? Go on, yeah. The Health and Human Service Assistant Secretary. That's just made up. Title. That's bullshit, is it? Who's the Health and Human Service Secretary? And why do they need a man-woman assistant? It's just a made-up title, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, can you carry my briefcase? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a foodstuffs operative. <laughs> yeah. Your delivery, you yeah. deliver food. <laughs> I'm a hair technician, your hairdresser. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah, my definition of courage would be to be Oh, this is what she she he said, he she said. I don't care. I don't, I don't know what I mean. This he, is what Rachel said. This is what Rachel said. My definition of courage would be to be true to yourself. By changing your sex, obviously. My definition of courage will be true to yourself and to be true to who you are. Then to pay that forward, to work towards the common good. Cult says Miss Levine in a video on the newsrooms, Women's of the Year site. So my definition of courage would be true to be true to yourself and to be true to who you are. Then to pay that forward, to work towards the common good. Now that's all very well if you are genuinely transgender and you you do have like. You, you do feel like you're in their body. We not that's absolutely none of my business. But it's the fact that you've won Woman of the Year. We have issue with. Like, how is that the common good? But, but then, because you have to redefine, like the whole the whole thing. What is what? Okay, follow the science for two years. What is a woman then? Because if it's a guy with a cock and balls that fathers two kids and then says, "Oh, actually, I forgot. Sorry, I'm a woman." Mm. Then that's not. I, I'm going to need more than that. What would you be so if you were the woman, say the wife, and you've had children, would you would you feel like you were being you were you'd been misled to have sex with a man when you were actually having it off with a woman who was pretending to be a man? Well they divorced in twenty thirteen. I've done my research. You have. Um and so yeah, it is I mean, do the kids call call Rachel mum? Or do they still call Rachel dad? Or would that know. or would that be out of order? Or is it simply a case of the dad needs when they divorce, the dad needs to pay some money for the kids, and he th- and Rachel thinks, "Fuck that, I've had an idea." 
It's, it's, it's an extreme one, but go so on. So when they knock on the door and go, excuse me, like child services here, you, you've been missing your, you know, payments. Yeah. Um, as the father, do I look like the fucking father? Don't answer that. <laughs> you. Yeah. I mean, do I look, not I sound? Know. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it does seem like an extreme thing to do. But then remember, a guy tipped over a canoe and pretended to be dead so he could run off with a load of money. Do you remember that story? I've, oh, for some reason, I'm thinking of Robert Maxwell, but I know you're not talking about Robert Maxwell. No, it was. I'm sure it was around your neck of the woods. It was Norwich Way. There was a guy <laughs> that was... He was known as the canoe, the canoe guy, or, or kayak man, or whatever the fuck he was that called. That gives it away. Was that his name before he did this? <laughs> yeah, and no one ever suspected anything. <laughs> So he was married, and then he died in a boating accident, and all they found was like this overturned canoe or whatever, right. and his wife's distraught. They never find the body. Presumably he gets eaten by a whale. In and Norfolk. In Norfolk, yeah. 2 a.m. outside the disco. And, and then she obviously gets the life insurance payout. She sort of chills out for a bit, and the plan is he's fucked off somewhere abroad. Right, okay. She's going to go and join him a couple of years later when no one suspects with all the money. I but do got, remember this. Yeah, but they got caught. And so, I mean, people do go to crazy lengths. They really do. I do remember this now. Didn't they make a Netflix thing about it? Probably. Like the Tinder swindler. That was... was I couldn't stop watching that. That was brilliant, wasn't it? It was very good, yes. Yeah. But um, I didn't feel like justice was served, Rich. No, what, in the Tinder swindler? Yeah. I can't remember what happened in the end. Oh, and he just got away with it. Just got did away with it, like... started dating a model and became rich again. Yeah, he came out of prison after about two years and just carried on doing the same thing. Yeah. He blatantly, there's some funding going on behind that. There's some yeah, allowance very to, to do what he wanted to do. Because he was making yeah. a lot of money, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but there's more I, going on there. I don't want to victim shame, but I was there with my head in my hands at, at some of these women. Mm-hmm. When they were sending him like thirty grand and forty grand, oh, yeah, you, you just doing? like, what are you doing? And in the end, they were like, and I started to sort of think something's wrong. Like, oh. you're fucking forty-five thousand pounds down. If Sam asked me for twenty quid, I get annoyed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, where are you going? That. What are you doing? I, I've been with my wife for nearly. Well, no, I've been with my wife for eleven years, and yeah, if she asked me for forty grand, one, who do you think you're dating? Yeah, but. Even if she asked me for a couple hundred quid, I'd be like, for what? Yeah. For what? Uh, just for me to take another man out for dinner. <laughs> what? How fat is this man? Yeah. That would be it your was first very question, strange. But... It, was, it was very strange how people f- were sucked in by that. But it was quite, yeah, it was so obvious. And he wasn't yeah. a particularly good looking man either. No, I mean, he, you know, he, he looked like a shit Ronaldo. He, he was kind of cute in a, in, but he wasn't like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking about me now. Would I do something if I was a woman? What do you mean? I reckon, I, I reckon I'd give him a hand job, but I think that'd be about it. I don't think I'd let him have a go on me. He wasn't all that, was he? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I lost my train of thought there. I was thinking about him in service of money. Um, no, oh, no, no. He, I, I don't think... He wouldn't be my cup of bollocks, to be honest. No, but yeah. So maybe, maybe Rachel is just waiting until the kids are uh, old enough and then... Pop it back on. Pop it back on and hi. Has he, has he had back. the whole thing done? I've got no idea. It's just strange. Like, I just find it wrong, if I'm honest, to, to be given Woman of the Year awards like that. It just, it just seems strange to me. It and 
it's you almost know, like they're trying to make a statement or push an agenda, isn't it? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but also to give it to someone within government, like yeah, what well, what well, is not they are the worst, down the road. They are the worst among us. Yeah, and there are people out there that are doing incredible things against all the odds, um, and they should be getting of the year awards. If I'm honest. Yeah. Well, Obama got a um got not got uh was it the peacekeeping one? Something Nobel like. Peace Prize. Yeah. Drop, He's done the drop, opposite. Drop more bombs than any other president. All right, mate. I mean, I've never dropped a bomb, Rich. No, I've done one. one. Nope. I mean, I've, you know, sometimes my wife accuses me of dropping bombs in the house, but I've never, like, physically dropped an explosive weapon. And uh, there's a euphemism in there somewhere. There's a somewhere. T-shirt in there as well. Yeah. And, and I've never had one peace <laughs> award, so that's annoying. I've never, never dropped an explosive weapon. Well, I think you've got two children, so I would I'll pull you up on that one. That's true. Um, yeah, that that's um, that was the, I got that one as well, and that was amazing. I mean, what can you go from there, really? Although this one was good. Um, we've got the second coming, which I think I can tie in there of Donald yeah. Trump. And Donald Trump came out recently at one of his rallies. Actually, the sixty minutes released a a, a documentary called "The Second Coming of Donald 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 Trump." Right. Like no hiding it at all. And obviously there's a there's a occult things going on here and that we won't get into because it's is it's mad and a bit boring if you're not into it. Um but yeah, the second coming of Donald Trump and that was a uh, and at one of his rallies he actually came out to the music of the WWE wrestler The Undertaker, which is right. the funeral march. And he's got it playing over the music of like uh, sorry, over video footage of like Biden's gaffes then falling up the stairs and groping kids and all sorts and um but he's coming out at our uh yeah coming out to the undertaker's music so donald trump uses wwe legend the undertaker's theme music to open political rally and it was mad guys go and watch this thing and I'll, I'll i'll put some pictures of this but donald trump and professional wrestling go way back they would do because vince mcmahon the mcmahon bloodline are, are a um one of these not high up bloodlines but they're, they're related um it, i think they're american uh irish and the former United States president gave a nod to his WWE roots over the weekend. Trump was in Florence, Arizona for a Save America rally when he walked out to The Undertaker's iconic entrance theme, leaving WWE fans baffled on social media. The piece of music, which was written by com the company's former composer, Jim Johnson, is a gloomy track incorporating bits of the funeral march. And it was used as a soundtrack as an assessment of Joe Biden's presidency thus far. As the song finished, Trump was welcomed by an announcer before Lee Greenwood, so he came out. Um, basically came out to the music but what was even odder is that they did a 60 minute documentary called The Second Coming of Trump and um, I think it was a while back wasn't it that he said that he was the he agreed with the tweet that said he was the the second like the king of Israel and there's all of this like you know more about the Middle East stuff than I do but there's all of this Jerusalem uh, second third temple yeah rebuilding Solomon's temple Solomon's on the temple place of stuff. Yeah, and all of this is coming about like they're doing it blatantly out in the open, so we're going to have Trump back basically in two years. Do you reckon they that that will happen? Because I, I, I think I, they're trying I, to do that. I can't yeah. see, I can't see the Democrats putting Biden up for re-election because he'd just get battered. He'd just get you. You would have you would have you know fucking pronouns in bios voting against him <laughs> because he's that bad. I think that's but, the problem. That's the point, though, isn't it, Gareth? Well, well, yeah, but then I think if 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 it if it were me, 
um, <laughs> you would have him destroy the country for for four years, yeah. and then towards the end of that, replace him. You know, maybe falls up some stairs and bangs his head, and replace him with someone else, and then put them up for re-election. Someone that can try and be a fresh new face. Gotcha. But that but that that kind if it, of if it's him v Trump, he's fucked. Yeah, but I think that's. I think there's loads of like because I uh, we all look at this and we think there's a long held plan and that like and the more I look at it, the more I think there's a lot of a lot of it's very messy, and it's not as clean cut as these guys are doing the bidding of these bloodline families. The more I look into it, I just think some of these are fuck ups. Some yeah. of these are just but dropped a box, dropped it. I think there's the a, a long, a there's a long long held plan but that doesn't mean that spanners aren't chucked in works yeah that then they have to react to and when they react like you you see this with like pelosi when she tries to talk she's fucking mental and biden as well when when they have to go off piste a bit mm. they're they're lost yeah they are they Absolutely, literally yeah. no idea what's going on the, the there's no one you know the engine's running but no one's behind the wheel no it's about basically the wall. yeah yeah and so i think yeah there's probably a lot of that that if things happen uh, that put them in a state of flux. They are lost. Yeah, like I agree. Lost. I agree, and I, th- I think it's just took a turn. I mean, but I think Trump is, for me, he's playing the archetypical character of the green man, which you get as Puck in Shakespeare, which was Francis Bacon, and he's um he's basically the jester. But I think Boris plays the same character as well. It's the jester. It's the oh look at me and I'm silly, or I'm doing you know he's they're both very similar, and I think they play the funny look at me over here when actually they're quite devious and nasty and they actually you know, cold and calculated and they know exactly what they're doing and i think may i mean i wouldn't be surprised if biden ain't as senile as he's pretending to be who knows for these people i just think well, yeah that's true i mean i i think like and, and this whole russia thing is kind of you know spelled it out for me and this was something else that this was this was the second one on my list is that like you know we've spoke about it before when everyone moves together i'm suspicious yeah you know, when it's all as one, and you can look at it in the sense of, okay, so so where's the where's all these sanctions against Saudi Arabia then for what they're doing in Yemen, blowing up schools and hospitals? Where where, where oh, there's none, and Israel the same, um, going into Syria and bombing a, 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 another sovereign nation on the daily, and no one gives a shit about it. Yet when Russia apparently does it, it's you know whatever, to the point where um, Facebook have have said that you know, hate towards death threats towards Putin and hate towards Russia in general and therefore Russian citizens is fine. That's absurd. I saw you It's unbelievable, that. isn't it? Like they, they retracted it a few days later, but it was out. But what was mad is I'm thinking just do that in your algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> just do it in your algorithm. Don't tell everyone. And all that would happen is people go, It's mad, isn't it, that that people like that this hasn't been deleted. Like it mustn't have been flagged. And then carry on talking about the football. But yeah. to actually put out a statement saying, yeah, no, it's fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine, yeah. Yeah, no, no problem. Yeah. What? What did it actually so, say? It said death, death, to, what did the actual thing say? What the well, pr- Kill Putin was trending all over different social media Fucking networks. Um, uh, so there's an incite to violence well, you, a death, and a death threat. Kill that. some, yeah, that's as yeah. probably as that's violent fine. as you can get. Because if you put kill Biden, you get deleted. So... What's the difference? Um, and then it was it said obviously like about the Russian nation. Well, the Russian nation is is, is its citizens, and so you've got a situation mm-hmm. in Germany where uh, shops owned by Russian citizens are getting smashed up and daubed with stuff like they've never learned from history yeah. in that country. Um, and yeah, Facebook just went yeah, it's all right. 
It's not a problem. But it's Don't the same with the vax stuff, though, wasn't it? It's the same with the anti. You could call anyone all. Oh of the yeah, sun. yeah. Hey, hey, you, you can go one way, but not the other. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same with the shops in. I think that was Poland, wasn't it? Or or where was it? But they had. The, oh no, that was Germany. Gas Germany. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They same thing. There, didn't they? Same plays over and over again, and all these yeah. big tech companies they allow it. It's just absurd. It's. But it's... what's mad is you could you could write kill Putin and the Russian people right now from from Facebook's own admission that's fine. Don't worry about it. But if I came out going, women can't have cocks, well, that's hate speech. Yeah, yeah. And you're like... It's the absurdity of it, isn't it? the insanity it? of it. Yeah, hate. Yeah, it's just like... It, it. But this is what Orwell was talking about, wasn't he? Just the messing up of language, of terms and terms, and the Babylon, that Tower of Babylon and all this stuff, is that we're no longer... We're going to get to a point where we can't talk to each other because we won't know what we mean by things. Like yeah. the word won't mean the connotations will take over and we won't really know what we mean. It'll just come a fucking mess of like, we don't really know what the fuck we, we, yeah. you, I don't know what you mean. The whole point in language is that you're supposed to know exactly what I mean when I say it. Yeah. It's bizarre. Well, it's but not bizarre, it's meaning, done on purpose, but they changed the meaning of words and stuff. <clears throat> anyway, like we're talking to Andrew Kaufman this week on the show about his new film terrain. It's about terrain theory. Um, it, it's not, the weather's nice. It's not about terrain. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's about terrain theory, and he's saying in that like, even the word germ, is 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 has been inverted. The meaning's been inverted, but to, the, a germ is is to germinate and to create. Okay. Which is yeah. obviously a positive connotation, and that's been right. inverted. Then a germ is nasty and dirty, and it kills, and it takes away life rather than gives life. So yeah, it's that happens all over, doesn't it? The, the use of language has changed. Yeah. So uh, you know, we say people kind. And all that sort of nonsense. It's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's absurd. It's, you won't know what to do. The kids, these poor kids, they're growing up like that. They won't have a clue what they can and can't say. I mean, the best now, what have we got? We've gone from social distancing, can't see your nan, don't go out, don't touch anyone, el- like use your elbows. But suddenly, um, that's all gone and it's all right for you to... Um, government plans to put a uh, a refugee in your spare room. They're fucked, then I ain't got a spare room. <laughs> you get another. They'll have to have my room, then, won't they? Oh, yeah, they'll have your room. Yeah, they want your room. So yeah. now we've gone from social distancing, can't see your nan. Apparently the Rona's still about, by the way, because we've got a fourth jab coming. But um, it's okay to get a complete stranger from a different country that probably doesn't speak the language, not been CBR checked, and stick him in your spare room. And that's the virtuous thing to do now, when only two months ago, eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago, it was bad to go and see anyone, um, your nan, or anyone yep. or go close to someone in the fucking streets a year ago what the absurdity of going one level to the next we've got the mp in norfolk who looks like he's he's about to fall asleep in this picture could have picked a better picture of duncan baker which i've heard of this little uh, before mp for north norfolk has revealed that he will be offering to host refugees not the band at his constant constituency home whatever that means the one he's never at right is that what it means so his spare house yeah, his house uh, where in the area that he represents while he's fucked off down to London having a jolly. Well, that's not re- that's not taking anyone into your home, then, is it? That's putting you putting them in the spare home, which yeah. you shouldn't have anyway, because which why? the state pays for. Yeah, my, you and me pay for basically our house. You want to Cheers, put your mate. refugee in my house? <laughs> Following fan, <laughs> you want to put your refugee in my He'll house? Claim, I bet you he claims the three hundred fifty quid a month off the government, though. Oh, of course so, he will. Sorry, off bus. Oh, well, first, yeah, yes, the government don't have any money. They're a funnel. So following family discussions, this is from him, 
family discussions about how they could help. Mr Baker and his wife spoke with their two young daughters. Oh, you want to get a strange man in your house with your two young daughters? I wonder how that's going to go. About making a spare room and bunk bed available to a mother and her child. Oh, a mother. A mother, like the mother we've just been talking about earlier, who used to be a father. So how do you know it's a real mother? Might be a father (laughs) mother. And it might not be a child. It might be a 48-year-old physics teacher. Who identifies as a child. Yeah, and he's doing cross-country. We don't have any boundaries of what we're talking about anymore. No, maybe maybe it's a child like the ones that were coming in from Syria. Maybe it's one of those children. (laughs) What? I don't know know, about that. Okay, carry on. Do you you remember that they all came over on the dinghies and stuff and they were being allowed in the country and like, no, we're allowing the kids in and they walk in and they've all got fucking beards. (laughs) Grown up quick, isn't he? How long was that boat ride? But they were being put in schools and stuff. And it's like... What? Yeah. These grown men? Yes, miss. Yes, miss. All right. <laughs> Hang on. How old's he? <laughs> he don't fit in that chair. Miss, my chair's broke. Of course it's broke. You're 48. Yeah, of course it's broke. 15 stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is funny, though, isn't it? You're right. Like, you know, you can't go and see your grandmother when she breathes her last about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. But now, you know, fucking, that's all right. Dimitri's in the garden on the, on the barbecue. Yeah, he's fine as well. Has he been DB- DBS checked? Don't nah, be so didn't racist. Have didn't have time. And um, DBR checks are, are nonsense anyway, because all they are is just, have they been caught yet? <laughs> That's all it is, isn't it, really? <laughs> have be you fair. been caught? Have you been caught yet? No. All right, he's fine then. Yeah, he's, obvi- he's, he's obviously good at getting away with it. But um, the, also, if we're playing the, the trust the science nonsense... Ukraine's got one of the lowest vaccination rates in Europe, if not the world. It's thirty-four percent. So you're you're not you're not only allowing people into your house when you couldn't go and say goodbye to your gran, but you're allowing people in from a country where only thirty-four percent of them are injected. Oh, it's just they just just flip the rules upside down, and people still don't follow it. This is a guy from um, Norfolk as well, because I just found it on the Norfolk website. There's another guy from Fetford. Um, the Norfolk this, website. The Norfolk website. We just have one website We've only got in Norfolk. one website. We only have one in, internet connection in Norfolk and we have to share it. I've, I'm on now. We've got Ken on later. Or Kelly. Depends what he wants to be called. What does it? What's the main word on, what's the, on the Norfolk website? Just say farming. <laughs> Cow. It's got categories along the top. Cow, farming, yeast, COVID. Perfect. Fine. And now... Beds that are now refugees. That's a bad little that Ukraine flag in the corner. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And he, her, he, her Ukraine flag. So this was another person that, that wanted to take someone in from Norfolk. He said, and I can't trust that it was a he. Yeah, exactly. He said we felt that it was really important to play our role and help as much as we possibly can. We're completely prepared to take that on and try and help with a successful match over what could be beyond six months. It's not a small commitment at all, and we're lucky enough we can do this. So this is a person wanting to take someone in and why they're doing it. So like everyone else, I looked at the pictures. I've got little children, and you look at the little children in the news and newspapers, and it's just absolutely devastating. We live in a fairly remote area, and there will be lots of space and time for whoever we look after to be able to take whatever time they need to have a loving family around them to give them that support. If you saw that on a Tinder like bio, you'd think probably stay away from them. Yeah, no, it's too, too too virtuous, 
too yeah. virtuous. He's just luring me in. He's yeah. got little children, and they. I looked at the little children on there, and I thought that's devastating. And uh, we live in a fairly remote area, so there'll be lots of time for whoever to look after to cry their eyes out and scream as loudly as possible, and no one will ever fucking hear them. Now, we have very little uh, CCTV in our area. We do have a lot of farming equipment and lime. I don't know why I thought I'd bring that up, but, you know, now you know. Now you know. Uh, he says it's, it's fine normal. to do that, though, until he finds out that the lady he's brought into his house has got IBS. Right? <laughs> and, and he... He can never get in his own bathroom. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, fucking hell. Fucking Ukraines. Oh. What have I done? Putin's I love fault. the idea. You said that he had a discussion with his family. No, he didn't. Yeah, because he didn't. Wife, kids, this. <laughs> Makes me look good. Done. Yeah. They're not so... coming in our house, Daddy. No, they're going in the spare house. Why has yeah. anybody else got spare houses? Shut your face. I'm going down the lodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut your face. You know our family motto. <laughs> our family motto is, "Shut your face, Daddy's down the lodge." Yeah. yeah. Shut your face. Know your place. <laughs> yes, Daddy. Yes, Daddy. And we'll teach that to the little Ukrainians when they come across. Exactly. So, They're the, the, the first English words they've ever learned. <laughs> Shut your face. Know your place. Right. I'll clean the toilet. Your mum's fucked it. <laughs> Or is it your dad? I can't tell these days. Who knows? It's Rachel. Yeah. Rachel's got cock bollocks and fanny and everything. So um, um, the must. So there's more virtue signaling going on. Mustard Museum issues demands to Russia. Mustard Museum. Mustard Museum. Imagine Putin going. Oh, fucking. I hope I don't hear from the Mustard Museum. <laughs> Who's going? That's such an Alan Partridge thing. A mustard museum. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing, Gareth, and we probably pay for it. Okay, Coleman's, I assume, out your neck of the woods. <laughs> this is in his country. It's, oh, well, it might be. Should I go on? I mean, yeah, this is quite. Please. quite... <laughs> I think it's important. I want to know whether it's Coleman's mustard. I like the fact that this is a threat to Putin. Oh, fucking owl. The owl sanctuary's phone. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it's going to go do busting and bombing and killing and shit. Now uh, I give up. Fuck. Fuck it. I had a year pass to the owl museum and they say I'm not welcome now. It is revoked. <laughs> Bring back the troops. I will try and seek peace. What? Is that a sound owls make? <laughs> yeah, the first, the first one was more of a seagull. That was my phone ringing. It was my, <laughs> my ringtone. I love owls so much. Not Moloch. Don't, don't get it cross-fixed. It's Moloch, isn't it, Peter? It is. It's Bollock. Yeah. yeah. Rachel. Drop a Moloch. Get his mollocks chopped off. So, Mustard Museum issues demands to Russia. I just love that. Stop I love it. The whole of Russia. Hot dogs. Commenta uh, commenters were shocked when the museum allegedly removed Russian mustard from its shelves. Midwestern mustard aficionados, it's a thing, hoping to see some rare Russian condiments are out of luck. Oh, fucking hell. Ah, oh, bastards. Can I have my entry money back, please? No. Putin, as the national, we're spending it to Ukraine, as the National Mustard Museum in Middleton, um, Wisconsin, is apparently no longer exhibiting Russian mustards. According to a photo circulating online, fuck me, I mean, I'm embarrassed that I even found this now. The museum will only return the spicy dressing once Russia, 
Once Russia will only do it once Russia recognizes and respects the sovereign nation of Ukraine. We're not putting it back on the shelf until you, Putin, are you listening? Putin, I know he's 48, sitting at the back of the class, and he's off-putting, and he's got a can of Guinness in his hand. But listen, 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 we're not putting the mustard back on the shelf until you oh, fucking Danny respect boy. it. Shush, <laughs> he's going the corridor. But beach, yeah, yeah. He can go in the corridor. I'll fucking go in the corridor. Throw up the shit everywhere in the corridor. Yeah, fuck your corridor. I'll kick the door off. He's northern now. You're Irish a minute ago. Yeah, he knows. Oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> That's what it does. You know, your Irish accent turns it's northern. It's so embarrassing that though, isn't it? I it thought is. that with some of the sanctions, like PayPal, as if Putin uses PayPal. Like, who gives a shit? You're just fucking over the Russian people. Obviously, you don't give a shit about about any of this stuff affecting Putin because it's not going to affect him in the slightest. But, I mean, the <laughs> Mustard Museum. I know. I'm, I mean, I, I saw a video which made me laugh of a guy being... You know where they talk to the man on the street and he's normally a div? And <laughs> so they were like, here we go. We're doing, yeah, so you, you, you're here protesting against, um, you know, Russia's excursions into Ukraine. Um, not excursions, no. They're not on a coach. No. Um, <laughs> Day out. Right, following someone with a with a pole, a flag on it. Right. Um, and so this guy's there, outdoors, on his own, with a mask on, right? Blue one. One of the ones made in an Indonesian sweatshop. I was going to sort him out. Yeah. Um, he's there going, yeah, you know, it was outrageous. I, I used to be in the TA. I'm thinking, right, right, okay, fine. You're not in great shape, but fine. And he says he would go and fight over there, right? And the interviewer says, so you'd be willing to fly out to Ukraine to fight against the Russians, and he says, I'd get on the next plane. Right. So you're terrified of a cold. But the next plane might not be going there. No. <laughs> so the next one's gone to Benidorm. <laughs> you're terrified of a cold to the fact where you're wearing a mask on your own outdoors, but you're going to go and fight <laughs> the Russians. Yeah. He's running over the hill with the Russians and be like... Is that, is that fucker got a blue... F- He's wearing a fucking mask. Just shoot the Dimitri, cow. sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry mate, I've got a sore throat. Yeah, I've got... oh yeah, better go back. Sorry mate, yeah, just put these. Oh man, I pulled the pin out now. Oh, yeah, where'd I put Shit. it? Put it in the mask; it protects you. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah, it's got no gaps in it. That'll keep it all in. It get keeps stop shrapnel getting through. I <laughs> definitely stop some sort of. Yeah, if you if you put your mask on, I mean, I don't mind if he stop. He puts a nuke out. He's going to drop a nuke, just pop a mask on. Be fine. Yeah. Absolutely and if, fine. if you see a hand grenade on the floor, just pop the mask over the top of the hand grenade and it will just literally go like, <laughs> done. A little just... mushroom cloud. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Button mushroom. Button mushroom cloud. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's just the world we live in, Gaz. It's brilliant, isn't it? I do like it, though. I do find it even funnier. Like They're getting more and more desperate. They're repeating the same stuff. I just find it fascinating now yeah maybe because it's like the covid thing is 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 past and now this just seems a bit yeah i mean it's going to come back back. though yeah you can see in in china it's yeah they're they're doing it all again so they're going to try and bring it back with delta was it delta cron oh they combined the two now yeah they've come oh that's like when boys own and and westlife got together and boys life came out it's exactly like that yeah it's gonna be good west zone Sounds like a shopping centre. But, um, but yeah, it will come back. Of course it will. Yeah. 
Um, and they'll yeah circle back to it. But well, it, it it does make me laugh the insanity of of the fact that people have been lied to for two years and that are now lapping this shit up. Yeah. And you're like, you're being serious. Well, they are, Seriously. and they'll go back again. But it, it stops them thinking, isn't it? I suppose if they they believe in this stuff, then they'll have to go back and look at what they've done for the last couple of years. So, as you say, it's, it's circling back. UK to get fourth COVID jab rollout starting in spring. Sounds Woo-hoo! jolly, isn't it? Sounds I can't even jolly. catch up now, even if I wanted to. Look, this is the point. Look, we're so far behind. You'd have to. I'd have to jump in the vat to get that many. Yeah, we'd have to the stick them all upwards, and we'd have to like skydive into the box to get them all in. We're well behind. Yeah, what's the, it's that sort of point, isn't it? Where if you're in a football match and you go 4 0 down, you just oh, fuck it. Okay. Yeah. But 2 0 down, right, do you know what I mean? We get, we get a quick goal. <laughs> yeah, the momentum's with us. Four, fuck it. Yeah, well, we're about, we're about next week. Yeah, as I say, I'll just save my legs. Yeah. I'll just go through the motion. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Gaffer. <laughs> that's what that? we should all do. That's what Waste we should probably do to God. Mate. I'm 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 like that. I saw a woman a journalist, um, t- as if that's a weird thing. I saw a woman journalist, um, <laughs> but was it? But was it? I don't know. I don't know. But define woman. Define but journalist. She, she was saying, well, fucking hell, good point. She was saying, you know, she had her first two, but she's not on anymore. You know, that wasn't the deal. And all the comments are going, well, if you'd used your brain, you wouldn't have had any. I love it. It's like, that wasn't the deal. Now I feel like I've I'm being yeah. taken advantage of. Yeah, I think Bruce Fenton worded very politely, but almost sort of passive aggressively. Like, yeah, if you'd sort of done your journalistic job <laughs> before, um, you know, yeah, but well done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know yeah. these people are. Again, she doesn't want to look at the fact that, oh, yeah, no, she's the victim there, isn't she? Yeah. You're yeah, taking she... advantage of me now. Yeah, you, you've crossed that line. She sent the Tinder swindler 40K, isn't she? <laughs> she would do, yeah. Absolutely. That's what's happened. Yeah. And now she's got asked for another 40k. She's like, oh, fucking hell. I did uh, the first half an hour of that, or, or the first episode, maybe. You're sitting and you're thinking, I'm getting quite annoyed with you women. I was. Like, uh, you are annoying me now. Because yeah. this is so goddamn obvious. And almost like you're kind of like going, oh, oh it happens to the labor, all of us. And you're like, no. No. It doesn't. And then the Czech girl came along. <laughs> you do not want to fuck with her, do you? No. She just destroyed what, the, him. The last and one, yeah. Me and Gemma were just like, wow. Well, yeah. she's amazing. You would not sleep if you dated her. You'd this have one eye I open. Think that, yeah, well, maybe that's what he did because, like, he's probably thinking now he, Now he's got her out to get him. Like, yeah, he's she, carrying she, on doing the same she's thing. Not, I don't think she's given up either. She won't let it go. No. Nah, no. she'll have him. It was she, a, got, she got a bit back, didn't she? By yeah. just getting all, stealing all his clothes and selling them. That's <laughs> I was just, we're just giving away the whole thing. Don't need to watch it now. Don't watch it. Don't no. bother watching it. Um, on a totally different subject, which I find strange, this is a, a question as, as well to people that are listening and watching, if they know the answer to this. So I sent you a video, didn't I, of Anonymous. So Anonymous had made yes, this video yeah. about the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab and stuff like that. Now, it was sent to me. So I started watching it. I got maybe five minutes in. It's about 11 minutes long. got about five minutes in. I was like, this is decent. This is mm. decent. So I put it on my dad's site, but I always carry on watching because then sometimes these you get these videos. And it's great. It's great. It's great. Jesus. And it goes <laughs> off on a tangent on like, yeah. Lord save us. And yeah. it was just like, oh, man, why have you done that? <laughs> Take it off the site. Take it straight off the site. 
But sometimes the videos do that, don't they? They go somewhere, this is what's they happening, do. this is what's happening. They are totally right. That was totally right. It was them. Oh, it wasn't yeah. them. Yeah, they set it. you up to kind of yeah. they reframe yeah. it at the end, yeah. Yeah, so I was kind of just... And then all of a sudden, I thought, I recognised that voice, and it was me. And they took the whole monologue yeah. from the start of last week's Right Now show talking about Great Reset and stuff like that. And I was like, fucking hell. Like, that's massive. Like, I sent it to you, didn't I? So mm. fucking hell, that's huge. So what my question is, is the confusion with, if you look at Anonymous's... Anonymous, Hippopotamus's... Anonymous. Well, you gave him the easy one. Um, didn't we get that reference from Big Daddy? Hip-Hop, hip-hop Anonymous? Hip-Hop Anonymous? Um, yeah, their, their YouTube page is an official page. It's got a tick. It's got 300 bit million subscribers, I think. And it's, it's on point, like with us. The, the Great Reset, the COVID scam, all this stuff, right? Then you go to their Twitter, which is about 9 million or something followers. Again, Blue Ticks, official verified anonymous account. Yeah. And it's the opposite. Right. It's completely the opposite. The two, I, I, I don't know if anyone can explain that. What do you mean, though? The, but they're pushing diff- completely opposite agendas. Yeah, completely opposite. This the Twitter is totally anti-Putin, pro-Zelensky. He's a hero. Right. It's well, it, it's the crazy. well, that's the whole kind of diametrically opposed way of moving things forward. You put out two opposing narratives, extreme. I call it the pincer movement, and then you push people together and move it all forward. So they're obviously that's just a blatant one, I suppose. Of they're yeah, they're pushing do, out to, to to. But normally you have no, you hide it a bit. Yeah, you have two fake, so it's anonymous and, okay, hip-hop anonymous yeah. and rhinosaurus. Yeah. And those two things are opposed, but yeah, they pincer, absolutely uh, right. And then you, you find the out one bit of, doing yeah, doing it. exactly weird. the same thing. And maybe it's an experiment to see, to see um, who goes which way. I think they're collecting data, obviously, clearly on who likes what and where and and how they push people forward is a big experiment, but you're right. That, that's it's usually not that blatant. Yeah, strange. If very, anyone very strange. knows, so they put your video, your monologue would have only gone on the Facebook one. Yeah, I looked on the Twitter and they, um, they hadn't posted it, the video. They just got, yeah. So they they're so pro Zelensky on one and then pro then just saying it's both, yeah, as bad as each other on the other. Yeah, pretty much. Right. And how you know the Russia narrative hate russia which has been the narrative for a long long time like i've gone trawling through because dad's not doing many interviews at the minute because he finished up a new book mm. so normally he does loads of interviews like a stupid amount of interviews so i often get sent those interviews which i will sort of you know crop a bit and cut and tidy up sometimes and then just put on his band and bit shoot and, and whatever yeah um, but obviously at the minute i've not been getting sent them so i'm you know i'm obviously i want to keep posting videos regularly sure. it's, it's tough we've not doing interviews so I went trawling through the archives, basically, and I found things from 2014 and, and 2009 and stuff talking about this whole Russia-Ukraine thing and how it's yeah. going to happen. And it's like, even though he's my dad and I know what he said, it is it still does kind of get a bit kind of fucking hell when you watch these old videos. Because mm. it's like, shit, he's literally said what's happening is happening. And so I found one where he – it was actually sent to me um, – and it was when we were away in 2016 on the Worldwide Wake Up Tour and we were in Estonia. Okay. And Dad went off to film just outside a NATO base in Estonia, right near the Russian border. Um, and he did this 
video cast about 20 minutes stood at the gates of this NATO base with these fucking soldiers in the background thinking like what the fuck's going on I don't know why they're northern um, <laughs> they're everywhere they've been drinking talking about what was happening and what the plan was you know and so yeah I posted that um, this week and it's, it's mad like how obvious this whole thing was yeah. and how long it's been going and then all of a sudden bang and everyone's like oh yeah Russia's well bad isn't it and you know have you not been paying attention to no. any of it at all it's weird how you see people dropping off as well along the way. Like some people have been, I watch, have been saying that Putin's lost the plot and he's just lost the plot and gone for it. And he's, he's he literally has dropped the plot, but he's he's kind of been prodded and prodded and prodded, which to extent, I understand that one level he has, obviously. But to say that he's lost the plot and this is all because of he's just gone narcissistically overboard would imply that he's actually in charge of what he's doing which I, well, I, exactly. I it, it's not I don't ever believe that's been the case from he's every bit of research I've done collected guy you ever see yeah yeah I mean Johnny Fedmore has done some research into the fact that the the World Economic Forum have he was one of three Russian assets that they got hold of basically in the early 90s and Vedmore is, is great his, his research is fantastic into the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and um, you can see how it's just all through that and that's just one strand of this thing that goes back a long long time but I do think there is a lot of chaos going in and there's a lot of messing up I think people I don't know I, I, I think I mean even if he did lose the plot and decide that he wanted to just go in and do whatever he wanted to do one, JFK was gone. Lincoln was gone because of similar things. He, they got in there and they couldn't make him do what it was. They got rid of him. They'd get rid of Putin. But to think that that they're not... Like, they maybe they put him in knowing he was volatile and they prodded him and prodded him knowing they'd do that eventually. But then again, there's no control over the timing. There's no control that. over that. And, exactly. and the timing is too perfect for... For the the Rona narrative yeah. falling on its ass and disappearing, yeah. Someone and just, also someone the just outcomes. switched. The outcomes to do with the fuel, and yeah. um, that is just a real obvious thing. It's crashing the economy, and obviously, if the fuel prices go up, everything goes up, and we're all fucked. It's all on how we uh, well, it's fuel at the moment. It's all on uh, energy, how we live. So the prices all stick to the fuel. So they're obviously making it to the point where, in my opinion, that where that's not sustainable, literally, anymore. And they're going to offer a carbon-based economy, which is what they want to 2030. Yeah. Um, but I can't see how people can't. But It's quite yeah, obvious. I it mean, is quite obvious, yeah. And, and, and to the fact that the Great Reset is such a conspiracy theory, that the head of the World Economic Forum wrote a book called The Great Reset, yeah, um, and released it. You buy it on Amazon. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that Ukraine has just implemented the Great Reset already. They've already done that there. They have. Uh, See, I saw this the other day before we... Could you elaborate more on that? Because I only just saw your tweet about that well, and didn't really understand it. Universal basic income has come in with a social credit score and a VAX pass, but it's called something different. There's a green pass, but it's called something different there. It's on an app, which begins yes. with a V. Yes. Um, can't remember what the app's called. V-I-C-C-P or something weird like that. Some weird it? name, yeah. And and you need to be you know, fully vaccinated to be able to access that universal basic income, which is exactly what everyone said this was about. Yeah. Not everyone, but we did, and others, said this was about two years ago and got laughed at and kicked off 
social media platforms and called a conspiracy theorist and dangerous and all that stuff. And Mr. Zelensky, who is absolutely just a fucking puppet agent of the West, of course is, yeah. um, is the one pushing it. And there it is. It's already in place there, Same. which is which is crazy because, like I said earlier, it's got one of the lowest vaccination rates in the world. So this is the 16th of March, and I've just found it. Um, I think it's a slightly different tweet that, than you, but it's the same con uh, content. So Ukraine just silently announced it's the first country to implement the World Economics Forum's Great Reset by setting up a social credit application combined universal combining universal basic income, UBI, a digital identity and a vaccine passport all within their DIIA app. Um, that's basically, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean that and was one tweet. I need to look into that more. But underneath you, it, yeah. I shared it on Dad's site earlier, um, and I found a English because someone beneath it posts the link to the Ukrainian government website, and it's in Ukrainian. And I don't know about you, but I'm not my my, my Ukrainian's rusty. It's it's not good. I haven't been keeping up with it. No, no. so um, it's like a muscle in it. If you don't work it out, it, it goes away. But I found an English um, translation on the website, like a, an English page translation. Sure. I posted that on Dad's site. So okay, I'll have a look. It, it's there in, in black and white. On, well, it's actually on blue and white, to be honest, um, <laughs> on, on their government website. Yeah. I want to ask you a question about the blue and white thing in a second. But before we go, let's, I found an in, interactive invest, investor. This is gearrise.com, and this is about it. So it says Ukrainian and an air of social credit within the... DII application, this is from today, 17th. So it's in the conflict between Russia and Ukraine has put these two countries at the forefront of the international scene. We have learned that the second city is a <clears throat> the second city is a digital champion. So the second city, Ukraine. In a logic in a logic of digitizing and centralizing everything, the government launched in 2020 an application called DIIA, which brings together identity card, passport, license, vaccination record, registrations, insurance, health reimbursements, social benefits, and more. A model that we only knew so far in China with the famous social credit system. Um, I'll read just a little bit more. Ukraine is the champion of digital identity within the DIA app. This has been mentioned for a long time. Then um, precipitated by the COVID crisis, governments wanted to move forward digitalization of everything everyday life by bringing together almost all services on the telephone app. While the European Union had announced a test to digitise the vaccine records, wallet and identification in 2018, Ukraine was very quick to react with a DII application deployed by the government there almost two, year, there almost two years ago. Since then, the platform has continued to evolve. So they've had that there for two years. So what do you see this is, why do you see this Ukraine-Russia thing? Is this just like a side part of it as well? Or is this one of the main reasons why? Why has this been introduced there? Is it because problem, reaction, solution, they, they need it? They well, there is, already, there is already issues there going on that have gone, you know, there's been a, Ukraine has been bombing their own people for eight years, which people seem to ignore. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, we had <clears throat> um, George Webb, the investigative journalist on Right Now this week, and he was telling me just like, a few minutes ago, really, before we started, about these, he's been writing for five years about these bio labs in Ukraine, the American-funded bio labs in Ukraine, and how basically they've been using these bio weapons to almost test them, basically, on people in Donbass and in Crimea, um, people that look towards Russia, Russian-speaking people. They've been mm -hmm. using them, you know, marginalising them, and and they've been, you know, he was talking about the rates of certain diseases that explode in these places that there's no like 
there's no rhyme or reason. Things like African swine flus and stuff that would emerge in Donbass. It's like, how's that fucking happen? Mm. Like things that just don't make sense unless they've been released there, basically. He seems to think that the whole Putin invasion is about those bio labs and taking them out. Um, I don't know if there's an element of that um, involved because I always think with these things, you know, the soldiers, yes, some will just follow orders, but others will need a purpose. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not yeah, just going to yeah. say, like, if I was a soldier and someone said, right, we're going into Afghanistan. Oh, really? Why are we going into Afghanistan? Oh, because we're trying to get bin Laden. All right. Okay. Yeah. But if you went, we're going in Afghanistan. Why? Blow some shit up. <laughs> you, you'd go. Not really up for that. Not really up for that. Yeah. So there, there must be a legitimate reason for, for lots of different parts of it, for people to agree to do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know. there is, yeah. And also the fact that Russia hasn't, because let's have it right, Russia could could destroy Ukraine uh, before I could, you know, finish myself off, <laughs> if they wanted to. Listen, do you know what I mean? They've got the capabilities to just go and just decimate it and then put the kettle on. So, you know, they haven't. Yeah. Now, whether that's because of the public outcry result or is it because they want to preserve for evidence something that's within those places? This is what George seems to think, anyway. Right, and he, okay. he might be right. I don't know. It's, it's odd, isn't it? It's really odd. There is something, there's obviously multiple layers to this, but the digital yeah. ID thing, the World Economic Forum seems to... to attach it all together as well. I mean, the yeah. other thing, before we go, I wanted to ask you this. Someone asked me yesterday, or well, the significance of blue and yellow. The COVID thing was blue and yellow. The whole yeah. rollout was blue. Obviously, Ukraine flag, blue and yellow. The uh, digital ID pass that was rolled out here, tried to roll it out here, was blue and yellow. What's going on? Do you know anything yeah, it's, more it's about it's weird, country? isn't it? Yeah. It is weird, yeah. And and these Ukrainian flag things are everywhere. It's... Like I went to the gym, crack a door this morning, and next to the gym, there's like it's not the guys from the gym that have done it; it's the business next door. But they've got a big fucking goat Ukrainian flag up. Oh, so the you know, yeah. didn't, didn't see a didn't see a Syrian one, or a, <laughs> a, a, a Yemen flag. But um, yeah, there is. I think there's probably something in it. I just don't know what it is. No, I don't know what it is. The, in guys, terms of symbolism, you... they love it, don't they? They absolutely love all this stuff everywhere. So guys, have a look into that blue and yellow. Um, because there is something there, and I, I don't know what it is either. The only thing, the only thing I remember, blue and yellow, was Wimbledon FC, and I'm sure that's got nothing to do with this. Could well be AFC Wimbledon. Mm. That could be it. My dad used to play for gutting goal for for Wimbledon. Really? Yeah, yeah. When they were in the Juicem League, when um, back in I don't know when they had been fifties, I suppose. Um, yeah, not when they were like obviously they were a, a Sunday team, but he did. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, but like your dad. We're both our dads are goalkeepers. Yours is a little successful than mine obviously um guys that was a, actually that was a good one i think we covered a lot there so guys and also if you do know anything about this blue and yellow thing let us know because that's just really interesting to me how and they... if you know anything about anonymous as well yeah. let me know that because it is very strange how the two are completely removed but official i always found that that kind of uh questionable anyway because so of the, the amount of push it got and the whole kind of look at the production levels in it. Look at the, you know, the, the cutting in on people's news. I remember it was it like 2015, 14 when it was all kind of big. It was clearly controlled and made to happen. But I don't really know where it was supposed to lead. It didn't really go anywhere. No, I don't know. No. But I'm being used by it. We're all being used by it, to be honest. 
I just don't no. know how. All right, no. guys, we'll speak to you in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Hope you enjoyed that. Leave comments below. And remember, do your own research and take your top off. Woman of the Year. <laughs>